This is our sixth session on Ephesians 3, 7 to 13. Of this gospel I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given. That's Paul's vocation. Calling of Paul, the giving of this ministry. And here's the purpose of it. To preach as gospel to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. And second, to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. So there's the revelation that Paul is charged to preach and to bring to light. People need to know the unsearchable riches of Christ, and they need to know the plan, the mystery hidden for ages. And they need to know that so that, here comes the purpose of all of this, the cosmic ultimate purpose, so that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. We'll stop right there and circle that and call that the demonstration to the demons, to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. So there's a calling of the Apostle Paul and giving him the charge to do this great work, giving him a revelation of the unsearchable riches of Christ and the plan of the mystery hidden for ages and the making known of all of that to the Gentiles with its effectiveness by the Spirit brings to pass this, namely the demonstration, the making known of the manifold wisdom of God to these demonic powers. Father, as we try to understand who these are and how it is that the manifold wisdom of God, your manifold wisdom, is made known, you would open our eyes to see it and to marvel and to be a part of it. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Linger with me for a few minutes on the meaning of rulers and authorities. If you go back to Luke 12, you see, and when they bring you before the synagogues and the rulers and authorities, that this can refer to simply earthly rulers, governors, judges. But that's just an earthly manifestation of what Paul's talking about. When Paul in Ephesians refers to rulers and authorities, it's something supernatural and demonic. Here it is in chapter 6. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. That would be those judges and uh, the synagogues. That, that's all we would, if that were our only problem, it wouldn't be as great a problem as this. But against rulers and against authorities, those, those, that's the pair that we see back in chapter uh, 3, verse 10. And he's demonstrating to these rulers and authorities the manifold wisdom of God. And we shouldn't think that these folks are 
call them folks. These rulers and authorities are self-existent, powerful evils alongside God. They're not. They're creations. Colossians 1.16, For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. There they are. All things were created through him and for him. Oh my. So they may have rebelled from when they were first created, but they are fulfilling the very purposes for which they were ultimately made. So don't ever think of them as more powerful alongside God. They are under God. And here's their end. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God, the Father, after destroying every rule and authority. There's the pair again. And power, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. So they are going to be decisively finished off at the end of the age. Now, Paul is saying that the preaching of the gospel and the riches of Christ and the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God is the means by which his wisdom is made known to these rulers and authorities. How does that happen? Let's go to chapter 1, verses 19 to 23. Paul prays for us that the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe would be known according to the working of his great might that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. So, he dies, he rises, he gets exalted to God's right hand as the God-man, Redeemer, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named. So all rule and all authority, same pair, and he is exalted far above them in the heavenly places. So don't let it throw you off that the rule and authority are said to be in the heavenly places. There are ranks of heaven in Paul's understanding, and Jesus is far above in those heavenly places, in a heaven infinitely higher than the rule and authority, and he is above every name that is named, not only in this age, but the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So by dying and rising and being exalted to the right hand of God, these rulers and authorities are shown to be inferior and decisively defeated. And here's the real kicker. If you go to chapter 2, verse 5 and 6, even when we were dead in our trespasses, God made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you've been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So the very two things that show Jesus to be far, far above every rule and authority includes us. We too are far, far above every rule and authority, which is why now 
we are, go back a few verses, formerly in lockstep with the rulers and authorities. You were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the age of this world, according to the ruler of the authority of the air. That's the same two pairs, only it's singular now, namely the devil. The devil is the ruler of the authority of the air. So the arch rule and authority, we were just following along in our deadness. And so was everybody else, among whom we all once conducted ourselves. But we have moved from being followers to being fighters. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities. So now we're totally on the other side. And we have already been exalted to the right hand of God. We've already been raised from the dead. We are fighting as victors. Now, I think we're in a position to come back here so that. So the great purpose of God in the plan and in the preaching of the unsearchable riches of Christ and in the mystery of Jew and Gentile in one body, in Christ, the great purpose is to demonstrate to these rulers and authorities that they are fools and that God is wise. And the reason I say that is because they were created, and how did they become rebels? How did they become evil? They became evil by looking at the wisdom of God and saying, that's foolish. That's what they said to Adam and Eve. You don't want to follow that. You can decide more wise things for yourself than that. Join us. We know where wisdom is. We know how to make life really happy. We know how to get what we want and be as independent as we are. God's a fool. Don't be a fool like God. Be independent with us. And it worked. And that's the way humans have been ever since. And now God is reversing all of that. And he means to demonstrate to these rebel authorities in the heavenly places You want to see what wisdom really is? I am going to take a people who were once under my wrath and by dying for them and rising with them and bringing them with me to my my right hand in the heavenly places, I'm going to show you what wisdom is really like and put you in your place. So we are the outworking of the saving wisdom of God. And it is, this word manifold is (laughs) multi-manifold would be a good way to say it. Many colored. There are so many turns in God's ways of saving and guiding his people that the rulers and authorities are going to tie themselves in knots trying to sort it all out. But here's the great thing. We, the church, are the instrument by which God makes known his infinite and manifold wisdom to the cosmic powers. We should take a deep breath and get a much bigger view, perhaps, of our salvation than we have ever had.